Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I just woke up from a kind of fat nap, so happy Thursday. Um, I flew to Charleston. I got here this morning. Um, basically, I took like a flight at like 9 p.m. from L.A., so I arrived in Charleston at like 5 a.m., and Charleston is on the East Coast, so it's like three hours ahead of... Um, West Coast time. So it was like morning. So I guess that's called a red eye. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Well, so far, I'm loving my trip so far. I'm seeing my cousins. Um, I spent the day with my cousin Kelly. It's like one o'clock right now, but we have a really fun interview today, so I really can't talk too long and catch you guys up, but I will tell you guys about my trip in a few days on my podcast next week. But you know, when you're like recording and like your cousin and her roommates are in the other room, like I get shy. Like, I don't know. Not that I need to be shy because they're like, it's your job. Do what you do. Um, but like, it's, you know how you're like self-conscious. So whatever. Um, love that for me. And I'm really excited for my trip. It's going to be so much fun. You guys can follow along on IG and TikTok. Um, but today we're going to play our podcast interview with Brandon Flakes. So he is on a barstool show called project verified it's on the bff's youtube channel and um i had to interview him to talk about it because i've known brandon forever and we both like love reality tv and we both like love strategy shows and we're both like content creators and we've both been on tiktok for a while so and we're both gay so there was just like so much fun stuff to talk about and i wanted to put it out today just because um we talked about the show and there's like two episodes next week and the the fourth episode comes out today so if you guys are not watching it on the bff's youtube channel check it out and enjoy this conversation and i hope that you all have a great weekend and we're just gonna play the interview that was recorded like before i left for charleston oh my god there's also like three cats here And, like, it's not that I'm allergic to cats, but I'm not, like, not allergic to cats. So, we'll see how I do. Um, But so far, Charleston Charleston has been so cute. Like, I kind of like it. I don't know. I can't really, like, tell you my opinion yet because I truly got here, like, four hours ago. Maybe, like, six hours ago. And I've slept, like, half of it. So, gotta go. Upload this and live my life this weekend. And we'll stay tuned. And we'll keep in touch. Okay, guys, enjoy the interview with Bran, and we will talk later. Bye. Mwah. Oh, my God, I can't with myself. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are back here with Brandon Flakes, our new reality TV icon, maybe villain after last night's episode. We'll get into it. Philly influencer. I've known Brandon for a couple years now since the OG days when we both were starting on TikTok. And now you're on um, a YouTube barstool show, which is so exciting. So I cannot wait to dish on it. How are you? How has everything been? Oh my God, I am good. So good to speak to you again. You are mm-hmm. always been so supportive. You were there in my OG days when I did like a little dating show on TikTok. Yes. Um, so always love your content um we're both obsessed with reality tv Mm -hmm. um but i am good yeah last night's episode was a little crazy have a little anxiety today um but you know we're we're tracking away (laughs) yeah i mean i have to imagine that like the anxiety is like uh like this is how it came off this is how it looked like are you like excited are you excited to watch all the episodes or are you kind of like yeah so i think 
that's the like anxiety part and I don't think a lot of people like understand or know this like we as the cast members are seeing these episodes for the first time the same time that you guys are so we don't get them set in advance we have no clue like what they're going to show because we film for 13 hours a day but they only can make 30 minutes out of that so you are missing literally almost a, like 98% of what's actually happening. You're seeing like 2% of everything that goes down. So before the episodes, I'm always like, okay, here's what happened that day. Here's what they could show. Here's how they could paint it. And then I watch the episode. I'm like, oh my God, here's what they did show. Here's what they didn't show. That's crazy that that person said that. I didn't know that conversation happened or I did not sound like that or that person like is definitely getting a bad edit. Um, so it's nuts. Like for me, I'm used to like controlling my own narrative because I put out content. So I'm always mm. able to like produce, edit in whatever way I see fit. But when you give, you know, the hands of a reality TV show full reign, it's scary because they could paint you to be a villain. They could paint you to be a hero. Um, they could not paint you at all and not even include you in the show. So it's it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, like that one girl, she was there maybe like three minutes. Like I blinked and she was gone. I was like, I'm was yes. just going to the bathroom and now someone's already eliminated. But um, to set the scene, so obviously me and Brandon have been friends. So I was so excited when I found out you were going on the show. And I texted you, I was like, you have to come on my podcast to talk about it, but when do you want to do it? I was like, we could wait until the show's over, we could do it in the middle, and you said you wanted to do it after episode three, so my mind is thinking the entire episode last night that you're going home. I'm like, he's going home, yeah. so I literally thought you were going home, and now you're still in it, and you're in the final five, which is amazing. Yes! You obviously watch a lot of reality TV, you love reality TV, yeah. did you ever expect to make it this far? So... Yes and no. So I watch competition reality TV. So mm. my favorite shows are Big Brother, Survivor, and The Challenge. Mm. I also really loved the show The Traders that just yes. came out on Peacock. Me too. Um, so I'm not as much of a fan of like The Bachelor and like Bravo shows because I like to see strategy. I like to see like, I find decision making very entertaining. Like I like to see people mm -hmm. think with their brain and like kind of make choices. And then I like to see drama that arises from those choices that the people make because, you know, you're forced to in the situation where you need to backstab people. Mm -hmm. um, so in that aspect, I did think I was going to make it far because I was like, I think no, I've seen so many of these shows that I'm going to know. But at the same time, that first day was so rough because I was like, this is going to be really challenge based. And a lot of these challenges, like some are physical, some are like totally random. And I meant it when I was like, guys, I'm not a threat. You saw the challenges today. I suck at these. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if this is how it's going to be every day, I'm going to go home like pretty soon. Because what was really hard about that first day was if you kept losing a challenge, you didn't get your bed in the house. So you were like mm -hmm. stuck downstairs. Whereas the people who were winning challenges got to go upstairs and start like socializing and playing the game. So like that whole first day was like a wash for me. Like I literally didn't get to have like any strategic conversations with anybody who was winning the challenges because like once they won, I didn't see them the rest of the day until it was time to vote. Yeah, and for everyone who's just joining, we're talking about Project Verified on Barstool Sports. It's on the BFF's podcast, BFF's YouTube channel, so you guys could check it out. The first 
four episodes are out now since we're recording this podcast the day before the third and there's two episodes next week and we have no idea i don't know how long brandon's gonna be in it i'm obviously rooting for him <laughs> um you know of course i feel like i see so much of myself in you where if i was on the show i would be like i know everything i got this but then it also is just like wait i know too much could this psych me out and i feel yeah. like i can see you thinking while i'm watching the episodes because i'm like i know where yes. his brain is he wants this he wants to work hard but you're also you're playing strategy you're like i'm not good at challenges but then what you just said is like challenges are half of it this isn't survivor this isn't big brother these rules are made up so like yeah. what did you know going into it about the rules we didn't know anything and brie actually just talked about this on her podcast so we reposted on her tiktok she's like i'm hosting a reality show we're looking for crazy unhinged content creators so i was tagged a bunch of times so i applied for it um and then i made it i was invited to like um submit so first you fill out an application then if you make it past round one you answer questions but you answer them in a video format so it will be like mm -hmm. say the question out loud like i think i'm going to be good on this show because and then you have to answer it and you do that all on video so then if you made it past that round, that was the final interview where you interviewed with Brianna herself and two other producers on the show. And they were giving us no information. Um, they were just like, there's going to be 10 of you. You're going to be living in a house for a week. Um, and we want like big personalities. Like, why do you think you're going to be good on TV? So I was like, okay, a week is a pretty short time to film. Like I don't really know where this is going, but I do feel like this might be like kind of a Jersey Shore type of situation where like, we're going to be in this house creating content. I thought if it was a competition series, it was going to be like, we were all going to start off with like our own blank TikTok account and like try to get followers during the week and post content. And then like, mm -hmm. I thought it like, I was like, oh, if they don't eliminate people, like you'll be canceled instead. Like you've been canceled and you go home. Like I like really thought it was going to be like very, very much so like into social media because that was what they were kind of advertising. They were like, we want content creators or people who want to be content creators. Mm -hmm. So were you surprised you got picked? Because I'm wondering like, who knows who, who knows Brie, who has a relationship with Barstool? Like, how do you kind of get so yeah. lucky to get on the show? So I wasn't sure, like, how they were going to cast it. I was like, they could get really, really big, like, big TikTokers, big mm. YouTubers. But also, a lot of people, five days is short. But also, if you're a busy content creator, like, and you have ads due that week, and you have mm. events coming up, like, five days is a lot like that was the hardest part for me I was like holy shit like I if I last all five days that's without my phone like that's crazy um so I was like they're either gonna get really big people or like a mix and I feel like they did a good job of like getting some people who wanted to be have a big platform and then people who had like half a million followers like Brad has half a million followers yeah. on TikTok and Aaliyah Lila has, has a lot yeah Aaliyah is crazy she has like almost 2 million, I think, on TikTok, half a million on Instagram. Lila is a YouTube queen. She's in Tana Mojo's friend group. Like, and then they had me and I was, I'm a, I have a, like 450,000 followers on TikTok, 50 on Instagram. So I think they did a good job of casting people that like had a decent platform. And if you're really on TikTok, you probably knew the people. And then people who were kind of just like wanting to be on reality, on a reality show. I think it was a good mix of people. Yeah. I mean, they kind of phrase it as like wannabe influencers, which I thought was yeah. a little bit like, okay, like content. Yeah, I think that was kind of more like, um, kind of like to get like almost like clickbaity. Like these people yeah. want to be influencers when it was like, okay, some of us like 
dead ass are full-time influencers. Yeah. Like maybe you could say like micro influencers, like people yeah. who have like built a following, but maybe haven't figured out how to take it to the next step. And like, this is honestly great for your career. You've been doing influencing for a couple of years. Like this is a way to yeah. get more exposure and to add something to your resume. Did everyone get paid to be there or was it just like only if you win the 25,000, if you could say? Only if you win. So did you really want the money? Like you got to assume some people want it more than others or so need it more than others. My thing is that I think that you're, you guys will see like, on this show, my audience is seeing a very different side of me. So like you're used to seeing me being very chaotic, very like funny, easygoing, like energetic. And on the show, you're seeing this different, very strategic, analytical, more like focused side. Because what a lot of people don't know about me is I'm extremely competitive. Yes. So it wasn't like whether we were battling for $1,000 or $250,000, for me, I want the damn title. Like, yeah. I love games like these. I love watching them. And I've always wondered how I would do in a setting. Mm -hmm. So I was just having fun. And I was like, you know what? Like, and I felt I put a lot of pressure on myself, which I think was good and bad. Like, I come from Philly, which is a huge sports city. Like, we, like, die for sports. We're very competitive. And I think that's where I get my competitive nature. And I was like if I fucking get all the way out here and I go home in the driveway on day one, Philadelphia is going to like make a laughing stock out of me. Like I cannot mm -hmm. flop that hard. Yeah. but So who <laughs> did you, um? did you know anyone before going in? Cause I feel like you maybe have known Lila a little bit or Brad. So I, so the show was filmed in March. Okay. Um, in January, I was in LA just for a vacation and I met Lila out one night and we like went out together one night but it wasn't like, it was, I don't want to say it was surface level because like, obviously I loved her. We followed each other, like whatever, but her and I didn't like talk after that. Like I live in Philly. I flew back to Philly. She lives in LA. I was like, oh, if I'm ever in LA again, like hope our paths cross. So they obviously didn't tell us that anybody, they were like, we can't tell you who's going to be on the show. We want it to be a genuine reaction when you mm -hmm. see everybody. So I'm like stalking the video that Brie posted, like telling oh, people. You're trying to figure it out. I'm like already plotting. And we were talking about this with the other cast members and everybody was doing this. And I saw that a bunch of people tagged Lila. And I was like, I wonder if Lila is going to be on this. And sure enough, when she walked into the van, when they were taking us to the mansion, I was like, oh my fucking God, Lila's on this. <laughs> but it was weird because Lila is such a social butterfly that she makes friends with everybody so quickly. So she definitely had my back. But she also, like, her and Liz clicked so fast, so quick that I was like, I knew I wasn't Lila's number one. I was like, mm -hmm. Liz is definitely her number one for now. But I loved, I love Lila. But she's the only one I knew before the show. I had, I recognized Aaliyah because she's such a TikTok sensation. I was like, I've definitely seen your crazy, like, outfits mm -hmm. and your, like, fun content. Um, but I didn't know her personally. Brad is from like the same, like very similar hometown. Like we're pretty close by um, and he goes to Penn State University, but I didn't know him, no. And everybody else I didn't know. Okay, because I was wondering if like people maybe knew of each other, that could be an excuse to kind of have each other's back because loyalty is everything. When we were standing in the driveway, so that was crazy. So it's like in the first two minutes, you see us vote off Alexi. That whole scene took like two hours. And yeah. that way wasn't because it was two hours to make the decision. It was just, that was the first time we were all on camera. So like, I personally, that was the most uncomfortable I was the whole show because I was like, oh my God, this is like really scary. Like you see the 10 of us, but what you don't see on that other side is mm -hmm. there's a production and crew of like 80 people. Yeah. And I was like, 
I haven't watched reality TV this like so many years, but I never really thought about like, holy shit, all the cameras, the mics and everything. So we were all just getting comfortable. We were adjusting mics. So obviously during that, like we were kind of like all like whispering to each other. And the two girls next to me were Liz and Blake and both had told me that they followed me on TikTok. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, they know who I am. Like, I feel like I can trust these girls because hopefully they're going to want to work with me. Yeah. They follow you. Hopefully that means they like you. Right. And they have your back. (laughs) Exactly. But then it's like after, you know, a day or two, you got to assume that game mode, you know, kind of kicks in and then everyone wants to fend for themselves. And this game is so interesting. And I really like it because I love, you know, all the strategy shows just like you do. But I also Mm -hmm. love like YouTube and like influencer culture. So I'm like loving how this combines both those worlds. Yeah. So what's been like the reaction? It's really good. So honestly, I think the reaction like from people has been pretty positive. They're like, wow, like we didn't expect this to be good, but it actually is. Um, It's very fast paced, which I like, I personally would have liked a longer format because I've been growing up watching these shows. Like I would love if each episode was 45 minutes, if not even an hour, Mm -hmm. because when I tell you the cast delivered, like this show is not scripted. Like these cast members, they cast it perfectly. Like we were all playing the fucking game. People were lying through their teeth. Like Mm -hmm. people were getting annoyed. Like if they wanted to, they could have made hour long episodes easy, but I respected Bree's vision, which was, she's like, no, I want this to be a fun YouTube show. Like I want it to be very fast paced. Like we don't need all that extra shit. Like people have short attention spans. Let's get it. Let's get it going. So I do think like some people were a little confused last night because it was kind of like a stark difference between the first two episodes where the whole like the drama, were heat, kind of the drama challenge and last night it was less challenge and more like it was all just talking. So I think mm-hmm. if you like that type of show, like for me and you who like strategizing and like drama last mm-hmm. night was a good episode for people who are more like, oh, I want to see you compete in challenges. Like if you're a fan of MTV's The Challenge, you probably didn't love like last night's episode. Gotcha. So what um what was it like working with Bree and Josh? Was this Bree's idea? Also, can we talk about how hot Josh is? <laughs> Josh is such a cutie. Um, so it was really fun because I have been following Bree on TikTok since I made TikTok. Yeah. Um, Who but hasn't? I never she she I've never met her, which I thought was kind of crazy because she's in New York and I go to New York all the time. But Bree is very like in her own like entity of influencers like she's very a-list she doesn't go to like a lot of these events that you see other people go to she doesn't do brand deals she's totally contracted under barstool so i never met her in person and josh i obviously know because it's fucking josh richards he's like 26 million followers on tiktok i feel like he like created the app basically like he's such a legend so such a legend it was so cool to like just like be in their presence and i think that also added the pressure because i was like i don't want to go home day one like these they're gonna think i'm a fucking joke if I like can't even last one day so it was really cool to work with them I think a lot of people have been asking me like what are they like what are they like and even Brie mentioned this in her podcast like they were not there to be our friends like they were there to host the show and I they took it very seriously in the sense which I respected like they weren't like chit-chatting with us off to the side like they wanted it to be very fair um so when like the filming wrapped up they went home like they did not come until they needed to come in the morning we didn't like get to like be besties with them by any means but i really appreciated like how hard and devoted they were to the show and what also people don't understand i think the hardest part about hosting is like 
they have to like literally make sure that the show makes sense. Like they have to mm -hmm. sometimes repeat lines if they're like, okay, that wasn't clear. The audience is going to understand that. So a lot of times they had to like really, really focus and like shift gears if something crazy happened. So I really appreciated the amount of work and effort they put into it. Yeah, they definitely did a great job. And I think it's important to have them here because they are such big names, as you mentioned, in the influencing space. And yeah. this show has potential. Like it could grow season two, season three. Imagine reunions and then an all-star season. We can have you back. Like there definitely oh my is God. a lot of potential <laughs> because we've seen like other YouTube shows like this. Was it like Keon and DC? They had like a, a show similar, but we need like yeah, a solid one. That. Yeah, we need a solid one on YouTube because the yeah. influencers love these these shows too. You know, yeah, a thousand percent. So before the show came, like before the show started filming. I didn't even know that Barstool did reality shows. So I looked up Barstool reality like shows on YouTube and they have a show called Barstool versus America. And they have a show called the Barstool's Most Dangerous Reality Show, which yeah. is like a fear factor type I of show. I saw part of that. And those shows, I was like really impressed when I watched them. I was like, wow, like these are well-produced, like they're well-edited, mm. but they were all, the cast members of those shows are Barstool employees. Mm -hmm. So this was the first show that they did with an external cast outside of Barstool. And Brie said in her podcast that last minute, the producers were like, we don't know if this is a good idea. Like we should just use Barstool people. And she was like, absolutely not. We need to use people outside of the show. Like we need to actually cast people. Like that's what I want. And I'm really glad that she fought for that because I just think it was like, they needed to step out of their comfort zone a little bit and get other people involved. And like, I think they did a great job in editing it and producing it like such a, such a good job. Oh yeah. I think it's going great. I'm excited to see how it ends. Cause my prediction, obviously you can't say, I think that everyone's going to come back and then vote for the winner. Um, I think that would make the most sense. So I have no idea who was going to, who's going to win. Like for a second, I thought it was going to be one of the guys. Like I want to root for you, but then I'm also just like, I feel <laughs> like if you were, if I feel like if you won, I maybe like just would have had a gut feeling. And then like Lila is obviously like the queen of the show, but then she's also such a target. Hot Liz mm -hmm. like had some momentum and then she just lost two allies. So now I'm thinking now my final prediction for now I think Aaliyah is going to win. I think that makes logical sense. But then again, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm on my toes, which I think is really fun. And it's keeping me invested. Um, yeah. Who do you think yeah, is going to win? <laughs> so I think the good thing, you know, a lot of people were upset last night um, with who went home because they were very fun and likable. But the mm. edit which was accurate was that they were not really playing the game. Um, they were kind of just in, I feel like no offense to them. I feel like they thought they were in summer camp and they were like, Oh, like we're just going to like compete in challenges and win immunity every day. And just like flirt with the hot girls and coast to the end. And like that worked for them day one. Uh, somehow it worked for them day two against my will. Um, but like mm -hmm. day three, like you had to fuck like that day, you had to be able to strategize to some sort of capability if you wanted to survive. Mm -hmm. And with those two now gone, you're looking at a final five where all five people are playing the game. And that's what I love about how this is going because recently, like especially with the show Big Brother, I've been feeling like they cast a lot of people that don't play the game. It's always unanimous votes and people just like going with the flow. And you get usually left at the end with like four or five people where you like know who's going to win. Like one person is like clearly running the shots and the other people are their minions where it's like, 
this, like you see me and Aaliyah at the end of this episode, be like, it's an evil, even playing field now. Yeah. And that truly was how it was after this episode. Like so many people now half the house is gone. Everybody has lost an ally in some sort and everybody's had to make a tough decision. Now it's an equal playing field and everybody is going to go into this episode, like really trying to be come out on top. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I mean, I can't wait to see what happens. What did you think <laughs> about your fight with Brad? I felt like you were a little harsh on him. And I was kind of wondering, because I just know you as such a sweet guy, like obviously you're sassy, but it, it just felt like you snapped at him. So what was that about? Yeah. So obviously, as I said earlier, and I actually just posted a TikTok about this, we film for 13 hours yeah. and they show 30 minutes of it. So of course, when that situation happened, when I finally snap, they're going to show that. But they the didn't up. really show a lot of what was happening towards the buildup. And one thing I do love about Brad is he he will admit when he's wrong. And you hear him say back to me, and I'm like, you tend to talk over people. And he's like, my dad tells me that all the time. Brad is a very big personality. He's great TV. Um, but he's very aggressive. He speaks very loudly. He speaks very frequently. Mm -hmm. And as a viewer, it's fun to watch because he's reality TV gold. But as someone who is living with him for now 36 hours straight, we are in, like, we were in the house for three days at that point, I was getting, like, I was really losing it. And mm -hmm. there was a lot that hasn't been shown. Um, but I will say that that instance where he starts talking over me in that moment was not the first time that he had done that. It was to the point where other cast members had like poked me and been like, why does he like particularly like always talk over you? Like, mm -hmm. and I think that was me kind of shedding that sweetness that you and a lot of people see. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to like, let somebody to continue to, I like 10 years ago, I would have continued to take this, but like, no, I came here to fucking play a game. I also felt like I was going home and I was like, you know, you see Aaliyah be like, that was so stupid of Brandon. But I was like, I didn't know it was a double elimination. So I was like, it's either me or Brad going home today. I was like, and if I'm left with Brad, I think I'm going to stay. Had I known that it was going to be two people, I definitely probably wouldn't have blown up like that. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't need Brad's vote. He's going to vote me off no matter what. And if I'm going to go home, I'm going to fucking go out with a bang and I'm going to speak up for myself. Um, so tempers were flaring and a lot of buildup was behind that. But yeah, I definitely lost my cool. But at the same time, I'm like, this is a fucking TV show. Like a lot of these people it. are like, they're playing camp counselor. I'm like, no, like fucking speak your mind. Like I'm not fake. I never have been. And like, that was my strength and weakness. I couldn't tell a lie. So it's like, you could trust me. But also, like, I, my weakness was, like, I had a big mouth. Like, I really was always going to open up about it. So definitely lost my cool. I don't say, I, I, don't, I don't regret it because, you know, like, looking back on it, it was super, super funny. But I know a lot of people were like, holy shit, like, that was a lot. Well, that's what I honestly, I was like, damn. But I understand, like, you, you gotta, I also thought, like, it's time to amp things up, right? We got everyone, got yeah, this and is I, the time for the drama. And, like, you were standing up for yourself. And that was the two. Yeah, and, like, he was the first person that, like, went into the snack room closet while we were all separated. And you see, when he comes back to talk to me and Aaliyah, I'm like, okay, so, like, what did you think about, like, while you were in that room? Like, have you made it up your mind? And he's like, oh, I didn't think about anything. And 
that's where I got frustrated from a competition standpoint because I was like, you're not playing the game. And there were so many people that applied for this show that would love a chance at the money, would love a chance to be on a reality show, like would love the chance to compete. And you're sitting here and you're not really doing anything but kind of just yelling. And I was just like, I'm so mad for anybody who wants to be on the show that like you're you're not you're not living up to your full potential. Like you say that you're a competitor, then compete. Yeah. That's fair. Well, he's gone now and we're down to the final five. Take me, <laughs> um, take me back to this moment because I do want to chat about a few other things. I yeah. feel like Lila is just the queen of the show. Like how does she's so likable? Like, do you remember being in the moment? Obviously, you were friendly with her. Like, do you not realize that like she is your biggest threat? So here's the thing. And this is what is the hard part about being in a show. If you identify that somebody is a threat, you can't just go out and be like, we have to get rid of that person because then everyone's going to be like, wait, we like her and you're after her. Then we're going to yeah. go after you. So you have to plant seeds. And you kind of see me in these past episodes starting to do that with Liz, where I'm like, guys, I'm on to Liz. Like she is really playing this game. She's not mm. just a hot blonde. She's very smart. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I knew Lila was super, super social and super, super friendly and that everyone liked her, but I didn't know. I, I just felt like Lila had my back and I'm glad that they kind of showed last night, you know, everyone was kind of grilling Lila. They were like, okay, if it's, if it's Connor and flakes, who are you voting out? She's like, Connor. They're like, if it's Brad and flakes, who are you voting out? She's like, Brad. I knew Lila had my back to a certain mm -hmm. extent you know, obviously no one's going to have your back 100% because it's a reality show and you're going to have to backstab somebody eventually. But I, at this point, was not ready to, like, make a move against Lila because, one, I would put a target on my back because everybody else likes her. And, mm -hmm. two, I felt that Lila genuinely had my back, whereas I felt like there was other people in the house that were, like, going to plot and get me out sooner than later. Yeah, that's fair. Well, we'll have to see what happens um, yes. next week on the final two episodes. I'm so invested. I, I cannot wait to see what happens. Can you give us a little tease what we can expect on the final week and how this is going to kind of wrap yeah. up? So there's three more episodes. The one that airs on Thursday, um, the fourth episode, it's going to be, I think, the funnest episode for the viewers to watch okay. because it really is going to come down to how far you, the people who are left are willing to go to win. Um, I can't say really anything beyond that, yeah. but tomorrow, or if this podcast is coming out on Thursday, tonight's episode is going to be really, really fun for the audience. For those of you who like challenges, you're going to really like this one because it's a very entertaining challenge that is like all parts, like just like high stakes, mm -hmm. very strategic, very fun. Um, and it's going to be really juicy. And I think you guys are, I think a lot of people are going to have different opinions after they see the episode and be like, wow, that was crazy. Um, yeah. A lot of plot twists. Um, I can't really say anything yeah, more. Yeah, don't say any more. Like, don't say any more. Yeah, but it's going to be really good. Like, I think with this show, like each episode is kind of getting better and better and you're like getting more familiar with the people on the show. And now that there's less people too, it's like easier to really see like everyone who's left. Like you're going to see like all the facets of their personality. Um, so I, I really think you're going to like tonight's episode. Okay, cool. Well, 
cannot wait to tune in. I mean, this is obviously so such an amazing opportunity for you to grow your influencing career. And like, you've been doing so well, I feel like the past year, two years, like you just keep grinding and keep going up. And what I love about you is you're just so authentic, but you're also just so funny. Like I watch your <laughs> videos you. and I just crack up laughing like every time. What is kind of like your your plan, your goal? Are you just taking things like one year at a time, a month at yeah. a time? I definitely am taking things step by step. Um, you know, this was a really, I've always wanted to be on reality TV. Um, mm. They even told me part of the reason I was cast was because I have in my bio and I've had this yeah. in my bio since I started TikTok. In my head, I'm a reality TV star. Mm -hmm. So it's so funny. I always wanted to be on like Big Brother or, or Survivor. And I always was like, damn, the only way I'm going to get cast these days is if I have a social media platform following. So that's kind of the reason I started making TikTok. I was like, maybe I can become like a big time influencer and then I'll get cast for like The Circle or Big Brother or mm -hmm. something. But then I fell in love with content so much that I was like, wow, I actually love being a content creator. I love being an influencer. Like this is such a dream job. Um, so the fact that I got to now cross this off my bucket list and do a reality show, it, it was so rewarding in that sense. And that's why I was like really fighting so hard every day to be there because it really was like a dream come true that I was not taking for granted. I was like, this opportunity does not come every day. I don't know if I'll ever get this chance again. Like I need to fucking play my heart out and try mm -hmm. to at least make an impression and hopefully win the game. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just going to continue to do my thing though just continue to grow hopefully on TikTok. I've been really growing my Instagram recently. Um, I just went on a brand trip, which was really exciting. Um, hopefully more of those to come in the future, but I'm just very grateful and blessed. And I'm just, you know, I think the fun thing about my platform is it's really my niche I say is gay chaos, but like my niche and my content is all around me. So as I'm growing as a person, like I think that that's transiting in my content. Um, yeah. So when I first started, I was 24 years old and you saw like only drunk party content on my page. And now you still get a little bit of that, obviously, but now I have a boyfriend and I, mm -hmm. you know, I make a lot more content about advice and I go on these walks and take these short, like punchy videos. Um, and you rank and your I, friends. I, yeah, I rank my <laughs> friends. I'm doing pyramid <laughs> videos. Like, I'm always changing. And I think that that's what you need to do as a creator. You need to constantly be kind of, you know, moving the wheel on what you're doing. You can't just continue to put out the same insane content because people are going to get bored. Yeah. Um, so just continue to grow as a person. Hopefully that translates into growing as a content creator. Yeah, I think you're doing a great job. You're doing all the right things. And I mean, I definitely get inspiration from you. And I hope that other creators do as well, because you're just doing it and you're so, you really crack me up. Like I, I <laughs> laugh at my phone when I watch you. Um, before Aww. we go, I do want to talk about Sammy Sweetheart because I know you're a big yes. Sammy fan. You met her, she gave you great advice. She's yes. coming back to the Jersey Shore. We just saw the trailer last week. She's mm -hmm. she's coming in with Angelina and she Which is, is ready nice. to confront Snooki Wow. They've been talking about her for a while. What? was your first reaction to hearing she's coming back and your first reaction to the trailer i was shocked when i heard mm. she came was coming back because i saw her we met in december and she was not talking shit on the show yeah. was not saying anything bad about her cast members she's always and that's why i love sammy she's always been super classy yeah. you know she's never ever ever like she really is the sweetest bitch you'll ever uh -huh. meet but she did not show any inkling of that like she wanted to go back on the show like she seemed very content with how her life played out so when I heard that she was going back on like I was shocked I was like wow mm. I really thought that that chapter of her life was over but I was really excited because I feel like there is so much of the story that 
hasn't been told because mm-hmm. she hasn't been on the show. And they've been um, talking and, about her. They had a yeah, fake doll. I, yeah, exactly. And I felt like it was the situation where it was like, you could tell that she kind of lived rent-free in some of their heads mm-hmm. where she kind of was like, paying them no attention and was just moving on and living her life but i am glad that she's coming back in an authentic way and just being like hey like you guys have been talking a lot of shit like let's clear the air here because Uh you know i'm ready to tell my side of the story um and i really i'm gonna be honest i haven't watched family vacation or family reunion um yeah i don't think i've watched it since it aired i think i watched the first episode i was like oh this is kind of silly but you're gonna Um, watch it now i'm definitely going to watch it now so I to. think she's coming back at the right time. I'm really curious to see how it all plans out. Yeah. So basically um, the trailer. The, oh yeah, the trailer was Tell crazy. Mm-hmm. I kind of it just seemed like a lot of yelling and crying. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're they're definitely editing it now that I've been on a show. Like I can like yeah. see this so much clearer. I'm like, okay, they're mm-hmm. definitely editing it to look really really dramatic. But are they all crying because Sammy's there or is it edited to look like it's all happening because of Sammy? Yeah. I don't, and I don't know if anybody knows this, like, are Ron and Sammy going to be filming together? Well, that's the big question. Because they were both in the trailer, but they Mm -hmm. were in separate parts. And part of me is like, okay, if there was a scene where they're in the same room, they would have to show that in the trailer, right? Yeah. But so that makes me think I'm like, maybe they weren't filming together because like, obviously if they were, we would have shown that in the trailer, but who knows, maybe they're going to surprise us. Um, yeah. Well, I have some inside scoop I'll share and then I'll get your thoughts. So oh my God, they, they just filmed this with Sammy like a few weeks ago, like a month yeah. or so ago. So it's really recent. So yeah. the the season six, six A just finished. That's when they dropped okay. the trailer on the finale. So six B will probably come out, let's say in the fall. So there's, I know that Sammy filmed a decent amount and I know that she went to Florida and I know that Ron was also in Florida. And I also know that Sammy is pretty much open to filming with Ron from my sources, straight from the source, not from Sammy, but from someone else. So I don't know for a fact if they're going to film together, but I do think I would bet 65% that they will film at least a scene together, maybe in a group scene. I'm not sure. What do you think that would look like? You know, Sammy is in a very happy relationship right now. Yeah. And I think she's had a lot of time because she took so much time off the show. I think she's had a lot of time to heal. And I think that was really smart for her to not immediately sign up to do the show and give herself a few years. And she even said that in her opening statement when the show first came out, she's like, I'm protecting myself from doing a situation that's going to be potentially toxic. And I loved Mm -hmm. that for her because I was like, good for you to turn down a huge opportunity, probably a lot of money to protect your mental and emotional health. And that's Mm -hmm. why I fucking love her. She's such a queen. Yeah. So I think if she's coming back now, she definitely has a sense of heal, like that she's like healed from all of the past turmoil and tragedy and all of like, you know, people growing up and watching her and judging a relationship when they were just kids, you know, in like a crazy high intense Mm -hmm. situation. Um, so I think if they film again, her and Ronnie, I think that hopefully it's going to be mature and she's going to be like, Hey, it's been a while. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. I don't think they're going to be besties by any means. Like I said, I don't think they're getting back together. She seems very happy in her new relationship. (laughs) Um, but I think it's going to be mature. Is Ronnie... Is he sober now? We Um, hope so. We really don't know what's going on. So I think, you know... (laughs) a lot of the situations that happened obviously between them there was alcohol involved crazy you know high tensions high emotions you know so i think hopefully between her healing and him now hopefully also healing from his you know all the turmoil he's dealt with in his personal life and you know Mm -hmm. 
hopefully they can just be like hug it out and be like you know what yeah good to see you um hope all is well hopefully we want to no see more that. drama yeah we at this point we've seen them fight enough yeah. we got the first six years of jersey shore mm. was living on the storyline of their toxic relationship yeah um, so i personally don't need to see that anymore i would rather yeah. see them both in a happy place be happy for each other and like be mature about the whole situation and i think that's what's gonna happen I think it'll be great closure for the Jersey Shore fans yes, who've been invested closure. to see them just kind of hug it out. Um, when you went into Project Verified, who were a few reality stars that you not maybe tried to emulate, but gained inspiration from, or who were like your top three favorites? Like, who were you like, I want to make them yeah, proud? So are you a Survivor fan? Yeah. Um, because my strategy was very Sandra Diaz Twine, mm. who was a two-time winner of Survivor. And her strategy was very simple. It was anybody but me. Yeah. And that was how I was kind of playing the game. I was like, as long as you aren't voting me off, I don't give a fuck who you're voting off. Anybody okay. but me. Um, so I definitely played a little bit of that. Um, then I also like was always super, super like into Parvati and I loved how she mm -hmm. was like really about getting the girls together and voting off the guys and I was like I want to work with the girls I want to get these fucking macho heterosexual men out the fucking here that's why I was like so happy last night when I was like yes we got two of them out like I wanted to work with Aaliyah Lila Liz I was like yeah. I want a girls group Hot like Liz. yeah I wanted to really like make you know, it's a barstool show. I think everyone's expecting a bro to win. I was like, let's get a girl or a gay to win. Like, mm -hmm. let's switch this up. Um, so definitely wanted like that girl power moment that Parvati kind of had. And then like the strategy, the two survivor queens, Parvati and Sandra. Not then, Russell? <laughs> you know, I might have had a little Russell in me uh -huh. because I was a little villainous at times. Um, I wanted to... I was really excited to go in the diary room and like, just like talk my shit. Oh, I wanted yeah. to be really funny. So from that, I was definitely channeling like people from big brother who I just felt like always went in there and spoke their mind and delivered like really funny one-liners and just like had people. That's gotta them. be the favorite part. The best part of the show I feel like would be in the diary it's room. So yeah. And I'm like, so upset because like for better and for worse they haven't showed a lot of the things i said in there and sometimes I'm like it's probably good that they didn't show what i actually said about that but let me tell y'all like the people who were in the casting or the confessional booth they were cracking up at the shit that i was saying and yeah they were like holy fuck like you are <laughs> they were like wheezing at some of the stuff i was saying mm -hmm. so i kind of wish they showed like a little more of my funny side i definitely think they're showing a little bit but I'm like, they're also making me look like a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think there's any like hard feelings with anyone from the cast or do you think everyone kind of gets it? It's the assignment. Uh, I think we're all good. Um, yeah. You know, we knew that, it, you know, it was a game that we're playing. It's not personal. Um, I think there's definitely after you see the last, you know, few episodes, I think there might be some questions. But yeah. overall, I feel like the cast is in a good place. Um, no one's heard from Alexi, <laughs> the girl that we voted off in the driveway. She didn't so want to be probably... there. Yeah. So, but with the exception of her, the nine of us, besides her, we are, I would say we are a happy group. You know, we shared that experience together mm -hmm. and we're trauma bonded. You know, we yeah. went through the 13 hours of filming. We went through not knowing what was going to happen next. So we have an experience now that whether we fought during the experience or friends during the experience, we all have a shared moment that only we're all going to know about for the rest of our lives. Like only we will truly know what happened while we were filming that show. And it's special. I love that. Well, everyone, make sure to tune into the final episodes of Project Verified on the BFF's YouTube channel. I cannot wait to see 
how it all goes down. And everyone, make sure to follow Brand Flakes on Instagram and TikTok. Brand, give your handle and what can we expect from you next other than this show? Yes. So my handle on TikTok is Brand double underscore flakes with two Zs. Same thing on Instagram, just with one underscore Brand underscore flakes with two Zs. Um, what you can expect next, I'm going to have a crazy summer. I'm always my best self in the summer. So I have a shore house for the second half of the summer. So you'll be seeing me a lot at the Jersey shore causing some chaos. Okay. Um, Go to the house and film some TikToks. It's like $10. Did you know that it's $10 to get in? Oh, really? Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll have to do that. Um, but yeah, I will definitely be feral summer party brand will be back this summer. You know, I've definitely been focused on my career and everything these past few months, but when the summer comes out, so does crazy me. So you'll be back to seeing my crazy shenanigans this summer. Um, and hopefully, maybe, who knows, maybe a podcast coming your way soon. Ooh, okay. Well, we'll definitely have to stay tuned. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. Of um, course. Everybody go check me. out. Oh, of course. Go check out Brand. This has been so much fun to catch up as well. And be sure to rate and review this podcast five stars. And if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. And we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.